You know what's crazy? I had bean soup before I came here, and I thought for sure I was going to be turning this into a hot house, and I haven't farted once this whole episode. That's a good... You'd be a cat on a hot tune roof if that was going on. <laughs> Threw you out the window right there. You'd have to you set the microphone out on the roof there. Yeah, I'm just waiting. I, I mean, that, Get your bum out the window. The bummer is that means it's going to happen later when I'm alone in my bed. I'm just going to be farting in my room. Filling up I that, mean, everybody likes that comforter. Brand. Yeah, exactly. You're getting, uh, making a hot house. Just, yeah, dude. Just and submerging yourself. You're like, what's that called? The fucking this uh, is me. Dutch oven? Yeah, it is. I don't know. It, pull the covers sense. over and just breathe Sounds it in. Sounds right. Yeah. Just light it up, breathe it in. Mm. Experience yourself. Experience yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Trash Delivery. I'm Kevin. I'm Nick. Uh, I'm Dustin. I didn't. I didn't. I was gonna do actual some prep, but I didn't really. But I did read a BBC article about whatever was going on with the the election over there. Oh, I didn't yeah. understand it at all. But I've been watching that shit. I'm confused. It's great. So there's going to be a vote for prime minister? Yeah, he lost his majority. I haven't actually watched the whole speech, or at least I don't think I have. Somebody, I was, one of the Tories flipped, right? I was trying to at work. Yeah, he flipped, so he lost his majority. And I heard that today he another person flipped. And apparently when people flip, they literally like get up from their side and like walk to the <laughs> other. I mean, I, I love watching That's the House of Parliament. Cool. It's pretty fucking wild. Yeah. Cool. It's so much livelier than ours. I've long said that ours should be like this. Like, I mean, obviously. It it's, really, it's more, we're America. We should be doing the, like, the fucking reality TV. TV. It's remarkable. It's like it's it's thing. it's flipped on its head. The idea that like they're the you know the idea of the British people is that stuffy, they're and proper, school, stuffy, yeah. reserved or whatever. Or just cold. And then like their their parliament is like basically like a food fight. It's Jerry Springer. They're fucking yelling. They're like yeah. silly boy, sit the fuck down. It's like yeah. crazy. Oh duh. Did you see that shit? Yeah, uh, oh duh. Yeah. Oh duh. That guy. Like that guy's run. a star. Whoever yeah. that guy is, the guy who sits in the high chair, he's fucking cool. This government is a disgrace, and the way the prime. Minister Minister operates is a disgrace. Oh, oh dear. Be quiet. I mean, he yeah. probably isn't actually cool, but he's a good entertainer. That, that's what I that was really thinking that I don't want to know anything more about you at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, like, you're, 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 he's got a yeah, real so, Tom Hollander okay, energy. So they're gonna do an election. Okay, so yeah, basically, uh, but and also for anyone, I mean, I'm sure most people listening do elected. know, but Britain, Brit, British Parliament is like literally two sides facing each other, and like the 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 Prime Minister, like the leader of each party, like goes up to a table and like they yell back and forth as both opposite party like jeers and like shouts, and it just becomes mm-hmm. like it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's great. It's like it is like reality TV. Jerry Springer is like not even an exaggeration, uh, but. Well, because like, because Johnson was like, he's like pr- totally prepared to let a no deal Brexit happen, right? And now like, like yeah. labor and even like pretty much everyone is like, no, we can't let that happen. So everyone's yeah. coalition, co- co- you know, getting together, yeah, uh, to oppose that. And that's he's like, all right, fine, let's fucking do an election. That's the gist of it, right? Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's losing support. Boris Johnson, for anyone not following UK politics, he's the he's the wild. You've probably seen the wild. Uh, he's the kinda, sexy man. He's obviously seen. like the Trump parallel looking guy of the UK is the easy way to he's say a it. He's silly haircut. And they're both he's wearing the wild, toupees. silly blonde hair. And uh, he was arrested for, uh, or at least the police showed up for him shouting at his girlfriend recently. And they're... Uh, 
Wait, since he's and been prime minister, that happened. No, that was right before it. But that he still got. He's got that Trump weird Teflon shit, uh, mm. where he can that like he's kind of makes him more famous. All this shit. Uh, so that's like falling up parallel. And he and he is very brash in the way where he like yeah he's like no we're doing the no deal Brexit in the way like like I imagine Trump would probably handle it like uh, we're just doing what he's losing support to what. Uh, weirdly, the Tories are all defecting to the Liberal Democrats. Did you hear about when they made that party? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, the the the, the, the people defected from the Labour Party. Didn't J.K. Rowling make the Liberal Democratic Party? She endorsed it. She didn't make it. <laughs> she it was she's some master. Well, I know that she was like heavily involved in it, like in she, like promoting it and making. She it. hates Jeremy Corbyn, so yeah. she's definitely like gung ho to what, throw her star. And a lot of the and a lot of the like pro Brexit people have are are leaving the Tories and they're going to like Nigel Farage's like I think it's called mm. the Brexit Party. Straight, yeah. We're <laughs> yeah, doing yeah, yeah, the yeah, No yeah. Deal. Uh where yeah. And so like that's the funny thing, it's like clear that the UK totally regrets the Brexit thing, does not want to actually do it because a no deal Brexit would be an absolute disaster they for the economy. They definitely want to do the no deal. Or they definitely don't want to do the no deal. Yes. Like that's that's like that's the good thing in this. It actually gives Labour a position, like a really good position to actually like have a strong stance on Brexit too, because that's some sort of like the weird balancing act for them this whole time is that the EU isn't great, but they can't. You know, it's like now it's not the time to articulate that or exactly like when we're in danger of having a Tory-led Brexit. Uh, yeah, you, and you can't just leave leave like that without a plan because then everything's chaos and in, then the, the troubles will restart. Like that's an under that's like an under like valued aspect of it is that like I mean I I worked with a guy at my other job who's from Northern Ireland, um, and he was talking about like a lot of people that he knows are like very paranoid about Brexit. Yeah, they have, to have a hard border. There's a hard border again. That's one of the things. That's one of been one of the like re- reduction of tension is how relaxed the border is between you know going from Ireland to Northern Ireland. But then when you fucking re you know remilitarize it, I guess you know it's gonna things are gonna get juicy. It's basically ridiculous. Like it's not even it, people are at least rightly it seeming seems viewing it in Britain as not an option. Like it's right. It's a po- really popular thing to not. At least from what I understand, I don't actually know polling, but I just know that at least in you know it's obviously breaking up the parliament. Because if they, they did a referendum uh, again, it would it, they would stay. They would they would vote. I to wonder. Stay. I really you know, do they really they about would. That. They also uh, it's like they've agreed. It's like you know when you're like your your dad is like you want me to you know want me to pull over. We're going to Disney World, but you're being a brat. We're gonna pull over. We're not gonna go. But he also wants to go. And then you <laughs> you, you act like a brat, and then you're like, all right, I guess we gotta go home now. But really, he just wants to fucking go to Epcot. But he has to p- follow through on his threat. Mm-hmm. That's what's happening right now is that like, you know, all the fucking losers were like, we're leaving fucking the EU. We're leaving and you're going to you're going to like it. And uh, and then they were like, all right, we'll do it. And it's like, oh, fuck, we have to do this. And uh, it's going to be bad. But this so this means that Corbyn has a chance to become prime minister. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what's going to be interesting is we're going to see right now with the polls. It's like I, well, he's know, very popular. Right. What I mean, I've the, I only saw one poll, but the, uh, it was they had the like the liberal, liberal Democrats at like, I think. 15 or something and like uh labor 23 and like tories at 30 something so it's like a weird thing of Hmm. basically what happened last time is that uh the moment an election was sprung the actual campaign of the labor party was so good that it like skyrocketed them so the idea is that you know that would happen again i mean i could not imagine boris johnson winning an election that would be hard to imagine i gotta watch that he's a buffoon i mean no i i know but he's like he's like 
the only reason he's prime minister is because of like fucking stupid British politics where his party was in like had the parliamentary uh, control and then like the the predecessor stepped down. He would never have won an election. I don't think he's like a, even like in Britney's a cartoon. Yeah, I mean Trump though, right? Yeah. But I don't know. Hopefully, Britain hasn't regressed that far. They at least still have like a health service, so people aren't like as fucked up and alienated about. I mean, I th- that imagine how much that would go to just peace of mind. Yeah, I mean, I I very much do enjoy watching like the UK like just fall into the same cesspool that we're in, like on like a meta level, like a story uh, on like a storytelling level, not in an actual real world way. Because no, it's I know bad. I know what you mean. I mean, it is interesting to be living through. I remember like. I mean, that sounds like so detached, but it's like at that point, it's either detached or horrified. Uh, but I remember like at one point in like, it was just like right after Obama got elected and we were sort of easing into it and I was about to go to college and just like, just like very vividly remember the thought of like, oh, I kind of, it's too bad I was like born after everything happened. <laughs> I felt the same way. I was like, my I was so jealous of my parents because they got to live. My my, my parents oh, got to live through assassinations. Oh, we're just yeah. getting warmed up over here. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, those were the days, huh? Oh man. Yeah, but hey, that's also something I could afford to think living in the suburbs of Ohio. Yeah. Um, I mean, the crazy thing is, like, I don't even think of like like nine eleven is like one of the biggest things that had ever happened to America and I just think of it as like barely a thing why am I so desensitized something that is horrible like if I watched video of it right now I'd, I, and like really paid attention to it I'd like it would be upset 3,000 yeah, people died obviously uh, but it's just like and it's I think it's just clearly like or at least I hope it is a response to just how over you know done it was obviously the whole 9-11 thing it's not i mean this is like such a banal well like this is how, such a cold yeah, how, take f- how fucked the the reaction to it is bad yeah just it's been shoved shoved down our throats this 9-11 business yeah and just the over like we just got we got fucking 9-11 sickness we got overdosed yeah i don't know for we, me it happened when i was just too young for it to register in a horrifying way like i think if something like 9-11 happened today i would be genuinely horrified by it but because I was, I guess like, I'm a little, I'm older, so it's it definitely fucked me up. Yeah, it would. It didn't scare. I was too young to understand what the fuck terrorism was. It was very, was. Yeah. it was pretty scary, honestly. Yeah, even with like, because I was already, like, I was my leftism scared. was fo- like fully formed at that point, so it was scary, and also, I was dealing with the like. Yeah, I mean, like, the political not, like, fallout. That's not that it's okay that it happened, but like. Like, you just so like, America. yeah, kind of like, you know, like, gee, I wonder why that happened. Yeah. Right. And also like, and then being horrified by the response to it, where like literally everybody was like, just the bumper stickers. Let's just know? nuke the Middle East. Just like everyone was just like, like there was this solidarity that was really gross and scary to me. Yeah. Yeah. Toby Keith. I was. Well, I, that, I mean, I get, that, I get, that shit like, worked on me whole clock as a child when it happened. Like I was completely, you know, rat, whipped up. Right. Into like the praying frenzy. to God for George Bush to win another term so that we can, mm-hmm. yeah, you take care of business and right. keep us safe. And honestly, because he's the only one who really cares and understands. Well, I was. We a, just have to keep bombing them. I have to keep seeing it on TV. I have to see the bombs go off on the TV in the desert. Did you see that there's a... I was a woke baby, so I was for John Kerry. There's like a small statue in an honor, and it's a shoe with flowers in it in honor of the guy who 
the dude who <sighs> threw his shoe at George W. Bush. That shit is honestly... And I he's mean, on Twitter. He's great. God bless that guy. But <clears throat> I think about that moment and it just brings me such sadness because I just always think of what could have been. If, if it had just fucking shoe. slapped him right in the face, right in the <laughs> yeah, cheek. hilarious. <laughs> just maybe things... I mean, W's got... He had good reflexes. He yeah. really fucking made, he really neoed it out yeah, of the way of that shoe. That may be like why he. I mean, was that before he got reelected? Because I'm gonna say like that. That's the type of shit. I think it might have been. I think it will probably. I don't know. I can't remember. Can't actually can't affect that. You know, that is that timeline. is historical materialism yeah. getting because it is a material shoe flying through the air and hitting a material face, and that's how history. That's how the currents of history move. Uh, do you want to do a live sing along to Proud to Be American? On the pod, uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, and I'm proud, proud to be an American. American. But there ain't no doubt, I love this land. God bless the USA, and God bless our president and our vice president. surprise wow we love that voice and we love that song don't we thank you lee so kevin uh tell us about your band. word on the street yeah i want to hear about your rock band oh yeah well it's me and my friend and my neighbor and we had a band called we hate rich people and he played guitar very poorly and i played the bass very poorly we never actually recorded anything, but we... This is one other person? Your friend and neighbor? Yep. Not two separate people. Yeah. Friend and no. neighbor. Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I wrote a song <clears throat> that had nothing to do with anything. It wasn't like... It wasn't anti-capitalist or anything. It, it just... Where did it come from? Where did it come from? The Great I, Beyond? I Yeah. That's where all the great songs come from. Yeah, I pulled it from the ether. Yeah, exactly. What was? Do you remember anything from it? Uh, the song honestly might have been called like Penis Island. Really? Oh, you were going for like shock value. Yeah, it was. It was. Sho- mean, it, was sho- it was shock rock. I guess you were called we. Uh, we hate rich people. Yeah, we hate rich people. I didn't know you had such a bite to you at such a young age. I've always been right. I've always been correct. Pl- I've always, yeah. I've, I've been a leftist since I was a little baby. There we go. Didn't know. I've I've always had class consciousness. I've always hated rich people. That's what happens when you were. I mean, I wasn't born. I mean, I mean, I wasn't like born poor, but like being born in my family where I could see like I could see class divides within my own family. Like my uncle is very rich. Um, because he owns his own. I com- got a rich uncle too. Yeah, he owns his own company. He made. I always a lot of wondered money. why we never had the nice TV. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, and a lot actually. He he was the richest, but then like he had a bunch of my other uncles worked for him, so they like they shared in his wealth. And my dad was not a part of that of the uh, enclave, and was on the outs. He was the black sheep of the family, and you could tell that he felt very insecure that his little brother had become much more successful than he ever had, and it definitely weighed on him psychologically. And I could sense that, and I could feel the palpable tension between us at family events and 
of course I was going to be like on my dad's side so that, fuck the rich yeah that's what hey it sets you up to be cool yeah and that's well, good all the rich people want what the poor people's got and the poor people want what the rich people's got and this can be actually I was thinking the uniting factor this is actually how we unite the working class against or just the average person not even the working class that's what's great about vape juice everyone it cross I think it might actually bleed into all demographics it might just the every you know the jewels like every everybody's got one in their pocket now yeah you never know people you just you'll be you'll be suddenly oh you see him pull out the little grandma's, thing and, grandma's vaping yeah exactly oh yeah a friend of mine was tweeting yesterday that the cops at the or two days ago the cops the uh hamtramck labor day festival were were vaping and she, she was losing her mind because Even the cops are the vaping. oh are my vaping. god because i feel like i feel like cops aren't supposed to like smoke in public I uh, I've like never seen cops smoking a cigarette. I feel like that's like a part of it. Like that's like a policy. I mean, why would they ever care about a policy? If if it was, it must be like an internal respect thing. Like a sort of like that looks fucking trashy, dude. Yeah, like for the, you know respect the uniform. On. Yeah, exactly. You're but come on, you're serving right but now. But apparently, vape, you vaping is fine. Yeah, well, vaping because that's exactly because it's clean and even the police know it. It's fine. We can vape. It's good for us, man. Going to Canada to get their their uh, insulin and their vape juice. Bernie will be driving them in a bus yeah. to go get your vape pods. We're going to get your jewel pods. <laughs> They're going to take away your right to the sweet flavors of mango, of pineapple ice. But we can't allow people to get sick, and we can't have our youth be so affected. And I'm hearing it, and that's how the first lady got involved. And she's got a son together that is a a beautiful young man and she feels very very strongly about it she's seen it we're both reading it a lot of people are reading it but people are dying with vaping so we're looking at it very closely and you know if nothing else this is a conference that's going to let people know about it because people are going to watch what we're saying and parents are going to be a lot tougher with respect to their children i mean man just i mean it's like this is the you just don't want to believe good things can happen, as everyone I'm sure is used to of the feeling of of feeling like oh something good might happen and immediately swatting that foolish notion down. But uh, the idea that within our near future, Jeremy Corbyn, Prime Minister Jeremy Corbyn, President Bernie Sanders, it's a nice thought, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. It's the only way. If that if. <laughs> Yeah, no. I was at work hope. the other day. I was at work the other day, and usually I'm a fucking cess, just a pit of despair all the time. Uh, but I was talking to Mimi, and I and I just leaned over and was like, "Dude, like Bernie Sanders could be the fucking president." And she was just like, "Keep putting that energy out there. <laughs> just keep doing that." Yeah. Which and then the rest of the week I just spent thinking that that's whatever the thing is, is thinking that, about other things yeah, not even thinking about that whether it's gonna happen or not but thinking about other terrible terrible things it's not aimless optimism there's not like in the sense where uh there's a set deadline where past which if the thing doesn't happen that needs to happen for the world not to and uh, at least for us to have even a single chance for it to not end that past that point then we can feel the, the full 
despair, hopelessness, just gore, you know, fucking throwback that old black pill. Uh, I'm talking about if Bernie doesn't get elected. I mean, I don't mean to make it such a dramatic line in the sand, but it kind of feels like that's like literally the least that could happen. And if that doesn't happen, I'm already choking on the black pill. I read a passage in my my book today, Uh Philip Roth, and I I wish I could remember it clearly because it like as more more crystalline than anything I've ever read before that just put into focus my like like the stage I'm at. And it was a passage about an old man who just like accepted his decrepitude and was just like, "There's really no experiences left except death." <clears throat> and that's where I am with uh my, with politics, I guess, is I just feel like uh, just in the holding pattern until the end of the world. Yeah, there's no experiences left. I mean, uh, there's. I just wish. I mean, the killer for me is well, the environment well thing. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the environment, I would have a much rosier outlook about where we were headed. Uh, definitely. I mean, that's you know what I mean. That's been. the one thing. That's it. That's the reason why. Because like because you it's could be like, oh, there's going to be all this suffering or whatever, and like, but well, you know, the mm-hmm. capitalism is going to collapse, the economy will collapse, and then there will have to be something. Oh, new. that would not and even. That would not like, even. And then you're like, radar. all right, cool. Yeah, if there like, wasn't a time limit, it would be exactly, cool. Yeah. Exactly. If, if it was just the economy and the stock market, it'd be like, fucking, bring it on. Yeah, let's do it. We got plenty of time. Let's see what happens. And it's also it's also ominous. Like the. Yeah, like you're watching the shit like. We just know it's going to unfold in a way where humanity starts to warp in ways that but we're are already, unpredictable. But we already see the effects on yeah. like these bigger and bigger storms and like videos of just like like giant hunks of uh, polar ice that haven't melted in th- in thousands tens of thousands of years just like falling yeah. into the ocean and and people's reactions to shit like this is going to become more and more like distorted and warped as our ability to actually meaningly confront it in any way dissipates and like recedes in front of us into just blind apocalypse. And it'll just be strange pathos brewing, just humanity taking forms. Oh God, I'm going down the hole. I'm going to the Mad Max. I mean, that's what the, that's why Mad Max is nice. Uh, you can watch it and think, well, this would be horrible to live in, I prefer the road. but it is fun. It's nice. It's got a style to it. Yeah, Mad Max is a better film, but I prefer The yeah. Road. Is if we're gonna go black pill, that's more uh, how you say real. Wait, the Mad Max is way more fun though. I know. I just as, no I, as a un, as like a world to live in. Verbatim, what I just fucking said. no, no. You said Mad Max is a better movie. You said you prefer to live in the road though. I did not say live in the road. I said I prefer the road when I'm thinking about the apocalypse. He wants to dwell on the real situation. Also, Ch- Children of Men, of course, comes to mind. I don't think I, Mad Max is n- impossible to believe. Mad Max is more like honestly, like several hundred years. Yeah, once like, we've forgotten completely what society used to be like. Yeah, yeah. right. It's it, yeah, exactly. It's the humanity. road is more like a future that I could see myself like potentially living in. Yeah, we're not actually, of course, going to get to Mad Max times within our Bummer. lifetime. That would be, I want to be mean, in the apocalypse. Possibly the like the children. We'll start well, to yeah, see but it. The chances, you're not going to be Furiosa, bro. You're going to be fucking. I the- would still like to see the cool shit, even if I'm a war boy or. I'm you're a- not even going to be a war boy. Oh, you're come gonna be, on, I could be a war no, boy. No, you're going to be one of those sweaty. Fucking unwashed old ladies just waiting for the water. Do not, my friends, become addicted to water. It will take hold of you and you will resent its absence. Would you, with confronted with the reality of choosing to become a hunter of humans, knowing that there is no more food left, would you? Would I be a cannibal? Yeah, absolutely not. I'd rather die. 
I'd rather starve. On the record. You know, I got to say, I'm relieved to hear you say that. I don't know. I mean, it would depend. Do I have... I, I, I would well, the other question is, do you believe me? No, he would fucking eat people. He would eat people. I wouldn't Wait, eat. I wouldn't kill any people. No, Hold but on, if there was a dead person, if that? someone prepared it for you, you'd eat it. Yes. You you want to live too much. I not if not if that person was murdered. If it was like in a live situation, crashed in the Andes, that's a that would be different. But that speaking of which, this no. is one, one of my favorite questions to ask people. I don't know if I've ever asked you this before. Let's say it's in a live situation and you were on a plane. Mm-hmm. And the plane was, it's all, it's you, and then all the other passengers, half of them were babies, half of them were old people, like old, old people. Okay. And then, uh, you're the only survivor, they're all dead. And. Which ones do you What are you going to start eating first? Babies. Fresh meat, right? Yeah, they're not all grizzly and shit. <laughs> Fresh meat. Right, right answer. Right answer. Correct. Yeah, they, they obviously the baby. What about you, Dustin? <laughs> you I don't know. That is, very, that is beyond the funny factor. It's very disturbing. <laughs> it's very disturbing <laughs> to think about. Just, it's about time to start thinking about these things. Yeah, I just got to be ready. You got to be ready to pull a trigger in these situations. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, both all your meat's going to go gamey. Yeah. I've been watching Survivor. And Why? It's just to see. I never watched it. You know, there's like all this. What a great answer. Just to see. Whoa!